it's free. It's right at your fingertips. So like it's your easiest way to talk to your target audience. This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration and discover proven real world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Acri. And before we bring on our guest today, we'd love it if you take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're not already subscribed and while you're there, drop us a review. We'll read it here on the show. This week's featured review comes from Philip H. via Apple Podcasts. It's short and sweet. He says, love, love the podcast. Stay Paid is packed with actionable tips and real-world examples that will help you close more deals and increase your revenue. I love it. That's the whole mission, man. Yeah, that is Close the mission. Close more deals and stay paid. And stay paid. Increase man. your revenue. <laughs> also, I got to give a shout out. We are uh, officially number six in Panama and the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, uh, we podcast. love you, you Trinidadians. So if you're listening from one of those places, please message in because we keep popping up on these charts in these like yeah. in these different countries. We're pretty popular like, we haven't in heard India anyone. too. Yeah. It's like interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Our guest today is Caitlin Rhodes. Caitlin is a social media coach, content creator, and strategist with over 10 years of real estate marketing experience. Through the power of social media marketing and Instagram reels, she has built a multi six-figure business, racked up millions of reels, views and has grown her Instagram account to over 132,000 followers with wow. her love for storytelling and social media marketing. Caitlin has helped hundreds of brands and real estate agents alike tell their story with confidence through video, creative content creation, and digital marketing strategies that sell. Caitlin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Woo, welcome. Thank you for letting me be here. Love the background. By yeah, the way. seriously. Yeah. You guys got to check out the video. We have a very specific vibe at Influence Marketing Studios, so this is it. <laughs> it's like the islands. That's how I feel. I feel like the islands when I look at it, but yeah. I don't know. I'm, yeah, so our logo's a bird, and okay, the bluebird is supposed to bring you hope and stuff, and then I fell down the rabbit hole of like bluebird and like tropical and islands, so yes. yes. That is, well, every time I see palm trees, I, I get happy. Like that, uh, That's absolutely. why I know I need yeah. to move to Florida or like a California or yeah. something like that, because I just see palm trees, I'm like, I'm so happy. Instant serotonin. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. We're in Central Florida too, so yeah. it just makes sense. Well, let's talk about making me and the audience happy. Teach us about reels. I've been trying to do reels. You know, like I, I put out a lot of content and it's like some do well, some don't do well. I struggle to come up with the content, like pretty much the normal stuff that probably everybody feels. Can you give us your thought process behind reels? Why are you killing it with reels? And what do you teach people when it comes to reels? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing I actually was looking at stay paid, um, Instagram reels before I got on here and you guys got the gist of it. You're doing the pointing, you move it a little bit, you got the text going. Um, but I think that we need to get into the mindset. I don't know how people, this might be controversial, but you need to get into the mindset of being a character, right? So people, mm. if they go to my Instagram page, social marketing queen, I am a character on there. I'm I'm kind of a little bit more flamboyant, out there, entertaining. I think the biggest thing you need to think about when you're making these reels is edutainment. Hmm. So you need to educate, but also entertain them. And if it's boring, if people, you know, they're just going to scroll right through because we get so much content served to us nowadays. So if you're not hooking them in with some kind of entertainment, done, they're just going to keep scrolling. That is, yeah, that's actually really well said. The only reels that we've had that have been successful have been our motivation reels, which is interesting. I wonder if it's because with the music of motivation and like the whole setting of it, you don't have to maybe be as like 
flamboyant or characteristic. Um, yes. And that's the reason why our other reels don't do well, because we aren't applying what you're saying where it's like, we're not, it's like, there's nothing special about the other reels. <laughs> we're literally pointing and we're just literally like, I hate to say lecturing. We're not trying to lecture, but it's like yeah. just a talk almost in a way. Sure. But you know what too, they're probably resonating with what you're sharing. Yeah. So every single reel I put out there, I think about my target audience. And I think that's another thing that differentiates why my reels started popping off. Also, I was an early adopter. So a little bit of transparency there. If you started reels kind of like a year or two ago, you got a little bit of favoritism because there wasn't as yeah. much competition out. Now everyone's doing them. Yep. Um, but I think the difference between what makes a reel really stand out and what doesn't is you have your target audience in mind. You're thinking of them. You're putting a pain point there at the beginning. And maybe, you know, that inspirational reel that you guys posted was like kind of a pain point. To be honest with you, when guy when I was doing like my little audit of your reels, the one that I resonated with the most was one that was like a motivational one. It was mm. about being dealt a bad hand. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because on TikTok, which is I, I view as extremely similar to reels, right? It's almost the same thing, a little different, probably platform wise, but the same thing is motivation does really well. We, we literally get one viral video every, what did Ariel say? Every so many we post, we get one viral one, but it's yeah. all motivation. It's all the same type of content. And the reason why I'm pointing that out is I want to ask you like, would, should, because that works, would you suggest to me that I only do motivational content? Like I just go double down on that or like, how do I get people? And I don't want to just totally be selfish and apply it to me. Like think about, I think about real estate, right? It's like, if they do one content that works, should they just double down and do that over and over and over again to different variations, you know, but it's the same style. Yeah. So I tell people that all the time when they're struggling with like getting views and engagement on the reel, I will tell them, go look back at your analytics, which reel performed the best, because that's obviously which one everyone's resonating with the most and start repurposing that and doing more ideas around that. It's kind of like niching down, like you're picking what your specialty is and then you're, you know, duplicating it over and over again. So I 1000% would tell you to double down on what's working but don't stop sprinkling in other stuff. So like, for example, my Instagram's based on social media marketing, Instagram tips, how to grow. But like yesterday, I wanted to also put my personality in there a little bit. So I added like my three best self-help books that I'm reading right now. It didn't perform as well as my IG growth tips performed, but I still think it's important to kind of show my personality, show, you know, behind the scenes so people can get to know me as a person. You know, people don't work with you because of your product or your service. They work with you because of you. So it's important for you. Yeah, repurpose your best performing stuff and keep doubling down on it. But you need to also show them who you are and show that personality. How much time do you spend creating reels? literally my husband is, I think he's lost the embarrassment at this point, but <laughs> okay. And he says that I just disappear and then he'll find me in the office and I'm in there like behind the thing making reels. So I, because I'm passionate about it, I spend way too much time on it to be honest with you, but I at least probably spend like an hour to a day wow. doing it. Okay. And that's, that's with me being fast. So if someone was doing <laughs> what I was doing, it would probably take them all day. Yeah. Cause you've had, yeah. you've had the practice. Where do you get your inspiration? Like, is this, uh, are you looking at what other people are doing and kind of you know, jumping on the trends? How, how else are you getting your inspiration? 
I love that question. And anyone, any realtor, any business owner can use this advice, but I'm a big fan. I work, I used to work for curator. Jimmy Mackin used to always say, don't recreate the wheel. So I don't like to recreate the wheel. I will kind of go through and see what's worked for other people. What's bouncing off. Oh, I can do that. But with my own spin on it. So I am a big person of following trends. But I do think it's very important, too, to kind of do your own stuff sometimes, too. But I'm probably like 80 percent trends, 20 percent new ideas on my own. Other than your Instagram, obviously, uh, what other Instagram accounts are people to follow to kind of look for that inspiration? Like, do you have any favorites that you kind of go to regularly? Oh, yes. Um, Okay, so for real estate specifically, Chris Perry is my dog and he okay. makes the best reels. Have y'all heard of him? I don't know if I, I have. haven't. No. I'm going to look him up right now. Yeah. Chris Perry. I love him. We became like Instagram besties. He does a really good job. Um, Jimmy Brockett does a really good job too. Mm-hmm. Chris just has that higher following. Um, and then who else do I like? Lucas O'Keefe okay. was yeah. a- the biggest inspiration for me when I first started, Lucas was my inspiration. That's awesome. So how are you coaching? Cause obviously you have 10 years of real estate marketing experience. How are you coaching kind of the bridge between, all right, you're out there, you're doing the, doing the dances, you're making the reels, you're making the video content to how does that actually impact the brand of a real estate agent, insurance agent, you know, these service-based sales professionals, and then tie that to the, the no like trust, the new business opportunities for them. Okay, so I feel like that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, so let me back it up. Um, let me see. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, what are some best tips that I, like? Yeah. A little so, like, why why would a real estate agent want to post reels to help their business? One is to build that trust with people. I think just seeing you out there is going to build trust. If they're seeing your face, seeing you entertain them and educate them. If I had to pick, I would say educate over entertain. Okay, but really and mush them together. Um, so seeing you everywhere, um, being the local expert, um, you know, specifically for real estate, but it doesn't always have to be like educational buyer seller tips, like go be the digital mayor of your town, go show them where the best place to grab a burger is, go grab, go tell them where the best place to grab a coffee is. Like this is such, it's free. It's right at your fingertips. So like it's your easiest way to talk to your target audience is just picking up your phone. So why wouldn't you do it? Mm, Agree. How often do you suggest people post and are you a quality over quantity person or Mm. more quantity over quality? If that makes sense. Yeah, that's such a, that's the controversial topic too. I'm more quality over quantity because I think if you're just putting out this cheap, crappy, like first and foremost, what's really going to stand out on reels is high quality, like not even like a high quality video, but like ring lights or getting in front of some natural light in your window. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it in a dark place, people are just going to keep scrolling. Yeah. So you have to really pay attention to the quality that you're putting out there. In my opinion, um, if you want to grow really fast right now, there's so much competition. You're probably going to have to post like twice a day seven days a week. Yeah. I've heard, um, I've heard even as much as four times a day, seven days a week, literally you know, like, like TikTok, for example, I'm not big on TikTok, but I've heard that you should go like you're saying three to four times a day. Yep. Nobody has time for that. Especially when you're a realtor or a small business yep. owner, Like this is my full-time job. So of course I can do it. Um, but for the normal business owner who has time to do that. So that's aggressive growth. If you can at least get three times a week, I mean, that's minimum get the more repetitive, you know, you're being, the more people are seeing you, the more they're going to like trust, follow you, buy from you. 
Yep. I see a lot in real estate um, that real estate agents will start off and they'll start posting content. And then all of a sudden they start posting content about um, being a real estate agent, almost like training other real estate. Have you noticed this? Like, it's like they all become coaches to other real estate agents. What's your feeling on that? I feel like that's the disconnect where when I have a very successful, um, client that's really killing it on reels or Instagram, like monetizing it is, I feel like you kind of need to pick one or the other. Are you trying to get um, real estate clients or are you trying to be a real estate coach? Like pick one or the other and separate them in my opinion. Um, it's so hard though, because like for me, you know, as a social media manager, I'm giving tips. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about my reels right now. No, I don't really do reels that resonate with other social media managers. Cause that's not my target audience. Right. My target audience is business owners. So realtors, you need to decide like, what do you want to do? You want to sell homes? You want to be a real estate coach? Choose one. Yeah, no, I think that's well said. A, a great example. We've, we've often referenced her, but I think she kills it at it which is Shannon Gillette. I don't know if you know of Shannon Gillette, but you should look her up. Uh, she's out in Arizona, but she does an incredible job of doing social, specifically Instagram. I don't follow her anywhere else, but Instagram, and I've heard she's great on YouTube, but posting real estate content, but she also posts a lot about her family and she posts a lot about her faith. And so it's like, those are her three pillars from what I can tell. And I think also exercise is a little bit in there, but those are like her content pillars. Like, you know, you're going to see with the exercising and eating healthy, cause she's always talking about, you know, that type of stuff. You know, you're going to see her with her church and giving back in her charity. You know, you're going to see her with her real estate and then with her family. And it's like, those yeah. are her content pillars and she's not, he, like she's not funny. I don't know if you follow her or not. Yeah, it's not like yeah. she's funny or anything. It's just it's very personable, you know, it's very uh, much personal. like a reality TV show Yeah, in a way, yeah. in the way she does it, but not in a bad way. Some people think of reality TV like bad, but I'm talking about like, <laughs> you literally feel like you're just following her in her life. It's vlogging. Vlogging is a better way to say it. Yeah. It's yeah. like, if you ever follow yeah. vloggers, it feels like that. Do, would you coach agents to use reels like a vlog? So especially the line of business that realtors do is such a personable brand. I think that you should treat it a little bit as a vlog because at the end of the day, they're hiring you for you. Um, that's why it's so different. Like if you were a product based business, I would not tell you to do vlogging, you know, the vlogging type marketing, but for realtors, like that's what we kind of want to know your background because it's such a personable business transaction that happens. You know, you're working with someone that's going to help you find your forever home or maybe not your forever home, maybe it's your first time home, but you you're putting a lot of trust in this person. So it's really good for you to share more than just the, the education, boring type parts of real estate. I think it's very important to show them who you are. So yes, I, I like what you're saying about her. It sounds like I kind of struggle with that. I wish I would do that more to be honest with you but I know there's weirdos on the internet. So like I have two kids, people don't even know that I have two kids and I do all of this because yeah. I don't share them too much on my Instagram because yeah. I don't want people, I don't know, I'm weird about it. No, I, I totally that understand. That's, that's one of the pages. A podcast is an incredibly easy, effective and inexpensive way to have your prospects view you as an authority. And when your prospects view you as an authority, they're in the proper mindset to buy from you. Get everything you need to start your own podcast with our free ebook, Small Business Podcasting, The Ultimate Starter's Guide. A smartphone, some headphones, 
and an app is all you need to begin. Go to ReminderMedia.com slash podcasting and download this free resource today. That's ReminderMedia.com slash podcasting. Take action on this today. Here's another question for you is, and I've thought about this a lot. It's like uh, social is a media, media, right? And media, it's like you need things to be, to look good. Right. So it's not just about physical attraction or anything like that, but you want the whole, the imagery to look good. You want to, but there's a balance, right. Of being authentic and look good. But I also mm-hmm. see like, Hey, you got to spend some more time taking a better picture, right. Or, or setting up. And so where's the balance there? Do you think people should really think about the quality of how they look like we've often talked about this, about the pictures we use or something like that. It's not like we're trying to be, you, know, you can only do so much. I know, seriously, <laughs> seriously. It's not like we're trying to sit here and be models, but at the same time, you're like, you don't want to put up a picture where it's just like, well, everybody's going to be like, that's a terrible picture. So like, what's yeah. the balance there that you, you see for social? I love that question. And there was actually a study that real trends put out last year or is the end of the year. People don't want packaged and perfect. They want more authenticity. So, but there's a fine line with that, right? So if you're a realtor and you're putting up these crappy blurry photos of your listing, you are not professional. I'm not hiring you. So yeah, you need to definitely pay attention to what you're posting on there. But I also don't want you guys to feel like you have to have ring lights or you have to have this big production to do a reel because at the end of the day, People are going viral sitting in their cars talking about a crazy moment they just had at an open house, you know? Um, So I think people want authentic. I think that's what they resonate with more. Now, I will say, and I'm not biased with men and women, but I do think it's a little bit harder for women because we want to wear makeup and look good on camera. Men don't have to think about that stuff. Um, So there's there's definitely a... I tend to agree with you, though, that I think it's the authentic, like when I think of everybody who makes it on social that I follow, Mm -hmm. there's this polarization about them. And what I mean by polarization is they're speaking their thoughts and they don't care what you think. Like, or at least that's the feel I get from them. It's like, they don't care. And I almost a lot of times find that, oh, I don't agree with you, but I still follow you. Like I still am engaged with you. Because it's that they're being authentic yeah. and real. So I've always struggled with that of like, how real do like I run, you know, a business. So we have like 300 employees and there's things that happen to me throughout the day. I mean, Josh, there's things that happen to us <laughs> throughout the day. You're just like, you know, this is crazy. I would want to share this, but I constantly think to myself, well, how is this going to come across to all my other employees? And I'm talking about not maybe even mentioning the name, but here's an example, right? I had a, a guy, I get up every day, do a 5am club. And one of our sales reps, he's like, he tells me, you know what, this is really hard, but I'm going to give you six months. I'm going to commit six months. You know, if you've inspired me, he literally quit yesterday. And that was like a week ago. He said he was going to give me six months. Now that's an easy one. I don't mind sharing that at all. It's not too, po- but everybody would know, everybody will know now in my company who I'm talking about and how that pisses me off in the way that's like, hey, don't tell me you're going to commit to something and quit. That's why you quit in life. That's why you're where you're at in life. You haven't had success because you you tell one thing and you do another. But I've always struggled with that because it's like, is it too real? Do you get what I'm saying? Like the question there? But can I tell you something? I hate when people just use social media as a highlight reel. Like we all are sharing these accolades and these winning moments, but I want to know the raw, like what 
what hurts you. Like I'm a human things hurt me and it makes me feel so much better and resonate with you so much more when you're hurt, not when you're hurting yeah, too, I get but it, when you're in those low moments, I will tell you, I typically only share the happy moments, but if I do have a bad moment, I am super transparent with my followers. Um, I was being considered for this really big thing with meta and they ended up choosing another candidate over me and I was sick about it and sad, but I posted about it on my stories and that got me the most replies in my DMS than Mm. me saying something like, Hey, I'm going to go speak in Tampa today. What's up? You know what I mean? Like people want to know that you're human too and that you feel things too. Yeah, that's so, it's such a good point. And I watch these, uh, I follow, I'm into fitness, so I follow these vloggers on YouTube. And it is amazing, but they've done it from the beginning. I mean, they, they share everything about their mm-hmm. business. And it's probably why they're so popular. So, and yeah. it's like, it takes that leap of faith to really go, I don't care. Like it's, if you don't want to work with me because you're that, because you're watching that and you don't like that, well, that's who yeah. I am. So, and that takes a a big leap of faith. And I think we all struggle with it. I don't think, um, you know, I think people should know that even us at this level of content and the company and where we're at, it's like, we still think about it all the time. How should I share that? Should I not share that? So that's super interesting. One last, one last uh, question for you would be, is there any creative hack that you have seen to turn audiences into leads like whether it's a post that you see to get people to respond to something or because the hard part is like you've built an audience, but I, I need people that want to refer me and, and sell a house. Right. So it's like, how do I, how do I get a lead to from all the content that I'm putting out? Is there any hack or anything you've seen out there post wise that have, have generated leads? There's a couple different things I want to touch on that. So first and foremost, the biggest thing, the biggest mistake I see people making is that they d- they're missing a call to action at the end of it. So like, what do you want out of that reel at the end? Do you want them to DM you to talk about something? Do you want them to comment something? Do you want them to go to your LinkedIn bio to get a free home valuation? Always make sure you're including a call to action if you really want to monetize your social media. Two, with the business of small business and realtors and mortgage, you know, whatever you're doing, Use geotagging and tag your locations. I think that's super important, um, especially with with people that want to work. You know, you're working in this local area. You don't realize how many people are searching your location tags. So if you're tagging your location using um, location specific hashtags, for example, hashtag Orlando Realtor, hashtag Orlando Real Estate. Instagram is taking all of those hashtags and keywords that you're using in the caption and they're indexing that so that when someone goes to search those terms, your profile is going to pop up. So making sure that you're optimizing your posts and then using clear call to actions. I mean, that's the best way you're going to get a lead and then just conversating with them being social on social media, send them a DM DMs work really good too, like private chats. So geo, uh, geotagging, do you recommend like the, all the hashtags, like real estate in, you know, real estate, whatever your town type of thing? Yeah. So I think it's, you know, there's a big difference between using generic hashtags and then using like hyper local hashtags and for real estate, you want to use those hyper local. Don't be generic because it's going to be like a needle in a haystack, people trying to find you from that. But if you're using specific location based, yes, it's going to help your account. Nice. Especially for some reason, Instagram favors smaller accounts with hashtags. In my opinion, we have a lot mm. of um, clients that you can actually check your hashtags, guys. If you go to your post and click on insights at the bottom left, it'll show you how many people found that post from the hashtags you used. So oh, you can nice. kind of 
you kind of see, are my hashtags actually working? Are they not doing anything for me? Um, but we've seen an increase in reach when we use them on smaller accounts. It definitely does help you get nice. Last question for you, Caitlin, is there a principle or mantra that you tend to live your life by? Yes, absolutely. So my mantra in life is you are not what has happened to you. You are what you choose to become, Mm. which I think is, I guess is why I resonated so much with you might've been dealt a bad hand, but you know, at the end of the day, we all have choices and you can either choose to be miserable or you can choose to be happy. Um, Joyce Meyer says you can be pitiful or you can be powerful, but Mm. you can't be both. So I, you know, I, I love that quote. I think it's, you choose every day how you want your day to go. And if you want to choose success or not. I love that mentality. Caitlin, before we close out, let people know how they can connect with you. Oh my gosh, please follow me on Instagram at social marketing queen, or you can visit my website influence with an E studio.com. We do have a full service social media management company and we specialize in real estate marketing. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on and thank you all so much for listening. You can dive deeper in this episode, get the show notes and those links that uh, Caitlin mentioned to connect with her and learn more about influence marketing uh, over at staypaidpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode and want to show your support best way, is to tell a friend, share this on social media. Make a reel out of it and share it on a reel and then tell a friend. That'd be fantastic. (laughs) And you can also head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star rating along with the review. We would really appreciate it. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. Luke's at Luke Acri on Instagram. Hit me up. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acre. Caitlin, thank you so much. Great tips, great feedback. Um, guys, go check her out. If you need help with social, which I'm sure you do, please check her out and take advantage of her services. Here's my action item for you. I think you called it edutainment. I could edutainment. be wrong. Edutainment. I love that. Entertain while you educate. I think that is so such good feedback and such good advice. I'm going to actually try to do that and apply that to our reels. So think about your reels right now. Think about your post, your content, and go, how do I educate but entertain at the same time? Not just educate or not just entertain. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 